This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the week again, the Rugby League rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL tour. Here we are for the Origin 1 review and box hit. It can only be described as a bloodbath. Hear this? Not when you've got it behind the microphone, no. Well, I'm pretty sure people have heard that. It needs to be in front of the microphone. Okay. Well, I've got another so one you, here. You can try again. One for you, one for me. That is a celebratory beer. There you go. Thank Cheers. You. Cheers, bros. Yeah. Well, 50 to 6. It uh, doesn't need as much detail. That was good. Uh, as usual, I think we can sum up most things pretty succinctly and pretty easily. The first half cycled for that, say, first five to ten minutes and, you know, pretty surprised by the speed of the game. Very back and forth and flowing and the ref stayed out of it. But once the cycle broke, I thought it was just New South Wales. And they did exactly... New South Wales just trampled Queensland in the middle of the field. Simple as that. And, and the back five. Just poured through. Oh, the back five topped it off. Run, ran all over the uh, the Queensland outside backs and kick return and all that transition stuff. Yep, agree. But the cold hard facts are, Queensland got trampled like little babies in the middle of the field. That was it. It was it was like boys versus men in the middle of the field. And that's yeah. it. And they couldn't get started. Like, and I think we've seen a bit of a transition there for them in the sense of you you don't have Ponga there. You got Holmes, who's probably your best yardage player usually. Starting at one, they isolated him. They got stuck in the felt. They dragged him backwards. They didn't get much help from Gagai, who's usually good out of yardage. Coates, who's been indifferent at club football, turned up and made a couple of errors and got dominated in yardage as well. They really struggle to get going. And when you don't have good set starts, your forward pack can't get going. You're kicking from off the back foot. We're starting on the front foot. Tedesco was tradesman-like. Toto, 20-plus, 200 metres. The two centres just absolutely ran rough shot. And what we asked for, in the sense of not having too many Chiefs settled into play. Nathan and Jerome got to play the way they play at Penrith. They got to utilise those guys, like we said, in the roles that they were in. Yes, he gave some liberties to Tom to float a little bit and link up on the other side of the field. But for the most part, they were used as you wanted them to be used, as yeah, weapons in those positions. You can't avoid the middle of the field. All that stuff yeah. flowed on the back of us winning the ruck, winning play the balls. Our, our front rowers were just fucking running hard. Mm. I thought... The impact of Latrell and Tom early in the middle of the field yeah, was significant. Yeah, getting carries, You know, I thought Tedesco's had better games for New South Wales. I, 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 I thought he was he okay. Did. He didn't have a bad game, he but didn't need to. he's had much better games. I thought Cook has had much better games for New South Wales. So I, I still think we've got improvement in us as well. Significant improvement in us. So 
Queensland can talk all they want about how much improvement they're going to have because they got their asses handed to them. But New South Wales have got a lot of improvement in, in them as well. I that's my belief, mm. and I think all those debutants. The one thing that concerns me is your first game is always your easiest game because you you don't know what it's like and you know you things just flow for you and it's you, you're running out there on adrenaline now this second game is going to be much more difficult in my belief for all those Penrith boys they're going to have to play their second origin game and now they've got reputations to uphold and standards that they've got to I guess maintain at this level so and we're going to Suncorp. I don't care what anyone says about Townsville. It was great. It was regional. In the end, there was 28,000 there. It looked to a degree that it was a little bit of a hindrance to Queensland tonight in that, not that they expected to turn up, but you know there was a lot of pressure on Queensland because it was you know a predominantly Queensland crowd. They've got two home games in a row. There was a lot of talk around that. But Suncorp is a different beast, a completely different beast. There'll be... 55,000 maniacs just going off their rockers, trying to get Queensland over the line. And the, we saw an influence, I thought, on the referee tonight, and we'll go into that based on some stats that we've got, that they got a lot of the rub of the green, I well, thought, was with the six against. Eight one with six against. There you go. So I don't know how. That, that's not going to change when we go to Suncorp. And me and, you can, me and you can point out 20 that we should have got that we didn't, that Queensland did. Well, it was just more the fact that we just spoke about. We were on the front foot for the yeah. majority of the time. There was regrips. There was third man ins. There was flops. There was a lot of flops early. I, I felt like when we were teeing off and you are dominating, there was more given in that sense. Like we were pushing the envelope. I'm like, well, we're earning the right to play. I, I think there's never been as much scoreboard refereeing as what there is in the game at the moment. Well, it's to do with the rules because they don't want the games to blow out. But in yeah, but they go, well, I can give a six again here because we're, we're at the highest level. You don't intervene unless you have to and. We were wondering were they going to change the rules. Well, there was two moments the in the game. The rules were clearly changed. Like, I don't think Felt intended to hit him in the head, but he dipped a little bit, got hit in the face. Monster on kicked report. someone. Monster, Monster, I'm a Melbourne man. Fucking hell. Literally, that was a soccer kick. He, he just kicked he, he got nothing for that. He's done his best Eric Cannonar. Well, yeah. Yeah, good. That club footy at the moment, you'd get pinned for absolutely everything. When that scaffold broke out and the ref brought him in and carried on the way he did as well, like, hey! Like, yeah, mate, that was stupid. It's yeah. it's a barbaric game. I know we're talking about mummy and daddy at home and the kids and everyone else, but there was barely anything in it, and they carry on like they're talking to school kids. You're talking to professional football players in a state of origin game, like honestly. But like we said, first half, that bit of a cycle, losing well, Charlie, I think definitely hurt their middle. But again, I don't really think he would have made uh, you know as much of a difference to the score. I mean, fifty points, one player doesn't have that much of an impact on the result, but it certainly did hurt. Uh, them as far as their middles were concerned. Once we broke that cycle, we got that penalty earlier where I think it was Tom who was run off the ball and then it just went of a bit of a flow there. We saw what we spoke about where Penrith liked to play wide and Cook's service needed to be good, which it was. They liked to get that three wide of the ruck, put pressure on the outsides and you had Catewell early on, get isolated, two on one for Tom, throws a dummy, scores a nice try there. After that, Latrell basically played like he was in the under sixes every time he went left. Seemed to barrel someone over, cut back on the inside, skip to the outside. He basically found his try uh, in a similar fashion, just absolutely bullying over the top uh, there. And then you had the Tarek Sims moment on play five where things broke down a little bit. Cleary, smart enough, gets it short there, just thinks we'll turn it over, worst case. But 
DCE, I think it was, was low, or maybe it was Gagai again, low on the ball. Sims comes out with an absolute perler of a pass to Brian Totto. And uh, before you know it, we've just kind of gone bang, 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 punched him in the face a few times. And when we got out to 20 to nil, the only concern we had was uh, stuff up and we had two in a row. First, there was the blood bin. So Nath goes off, doesn't kick off. Luttrell got 66 metres wide, 60 deep to land the ball in the field, kicks it out. Um, and then the only sort of blip on the radar besides that, I guess, is what we talked about in the preview when you worry about guys in the front line who don't defend in Tom and Luttrell constantly now. Obviously, Luttrell's had some experience because he played in the centres, but Tom made a bit of a mistake there, cut inside two blokes, recovered well, got back to the man that he should have been marking, but didn't make the tackle, and Addo Carr didn't come in when he should have, and Kate Well slides in. So besides that, there wasn't a lot in the first half that New South Wales did wrong. Yeah, that's something to take forward for Queensland. Mm. Just trying to isolate Tom one-on-one. <clears throat> but yeah, insane. Because he's not... Um... Like we said... The first half, in particular, the back five, all those guys were massive. Tom tried to get lactic burnout the first 10 minutes. He had a carry his head. He was all over the place. But Teddy, like we said, more unsighted, but just tradesman-like. Worked his ass off. Toto in the same fashion. Luttrell uh, and Tom sweeping both sides of the field, playing up. And then just the fact that, like we said, they bought into the Penrith halves and the Penrith style of play. Yo, getting to push those middles around, being the link man playing three wide and just playing what they see. Jerome, like, his touches were all class. Every time he got the ball, it was for a purpose, whether it was a tip-on or a run. He had some good impacts on the game. Got the troll good early ball. He absolutely bathed Dan Gagai, who's generally a beast at this level. He didn't exactly have one of his best games. Catewell on the other side of the field, like we said, Tommy, defensive deficiency, if any, or he had any worries, was never going to be worried about Catewell speed-wise. He covered him all night. Uh, and a rap has to go to Cameron Murray as well because probably the most damaging player that they have is David Fafito and you think going high or hitting the ball and you don't really get rewarded for legs tackles but he just kept cutting down time and space going low and while you may surrender a bit of play the ball <clears> speed you're better off taking him down and then rescuing the next play the ball which they kept doing so yeah. um, you know Munster, DC had no influence on the game their kicks were poor they were constantly off the back foot and then in summing up the second half it got no better got worse we, we, we absorbed again first few Sets, they got two back-to-backs. We made an error, gave them another opportunity, and then for the rest of the half, I don't really think I need to say much more. We just teed off on them. And the same stuff again. Halves picking their moments. Those two dangerous fullbacks we had playing at the centres, linking up together. The one where Tommy was able to get himself in the line because Gagai had turned out and Cherry Evans got, you know, had to recover. The grubber goes in, and um, it was just... It was a bully fest from there on in. The... One where Luai, again, the three wide, we talk about the Penrith style of play, tighten up the middle because we're winning that ruck, winning that ruck, pulling him in nice and tight, get to an edge, skips that side for Lease, back inside of a trail, back inside of Tom. Cleary put his stamp on the game as well, the small stuff we're talking about behind the scenes, kicking well, controlling things. Started to run late, a couple of line breaks. He gets to set up another one there where he just busts straight through. I think Kate Will turns his inside shoulder. Harry gets stuck at marker. Uh, Turbo gets a hat-trick. They just said before we paused here, first player in origin history to have two hat-tricks. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, lots of positives, like we said. In particular, I huge... can't believe Doris Boyd never scored two hat-tricks. He must have had a lot of... Lots um, of tries. Pe- a lot of pairs. Consistent. <clears throat> but um, back five, massive. Like Tom, outstanding, used very well by the halves, made his own stamp on the game. But again, the best thing is we didn't overplay a hand. We didn't try to force... Everyone into the game. We didn't have everyone trying to be a chief. We let the halves, in particular, like we said, Nathan, again, run the shop. 
we got those two strike players, the ball out wide, and our forwards did their job. The, the bench, when they came on after the starters, I think Safidi in particular, the two props, was really, really good. Played 33 minutes or something, His he? second stint, yeah, was good. And uh, Haas, in particular, out of the two bench rotations, come on. Jack, limited involvement, but when they needed him to plug in, yeah, he did his part. And Martin, again, in limited minutes, when he got his chances, did his job as well. Yeah. So, realistically. I, I still look at the Jack position and go, you're off your head. We didn't need it tonight, but there's going to be a time in this series, I think, where we're going to need that position and it's going to get exposed. But it doesn't get exposed when you win like that. You can no. carry whoever you want on the bench. I think the other one, when we said it. But was... in a close game, you look at the flip side. I mean, I said about Brimson. I don't know how the hell you're going to get Brimson in the game and he fucking puts him on a hooker. Yeah, well, it's he, ridiculous. He playing, he's never played hooker in his life, ever. And you go and play him at nine in an origin game. Mm. And he gets trampled. He gets isolated. It's yeah. just ridiculous. It's such so, it's such dumb and poor coaching. It's unbelievable. The fact that they then rush Ben Hunt in, play Ben Hunt. Yeah, because you're going to need a nine. Like, and and in my head, can you tell me that AJ Brimson isn't a better player than Kyle Felt or Xavier Coates? The way they've been... I don't care. Roll Holmes onto the wing and play Brimson at fullback. Well, I didn't finish what I was saying. Make I, it, I agree make with you. Make your side better. But for yardage purposes, for the next game and creativity, they still went on the front foot, but I'd put Holmes back onto a wing. I'd get Brimson at the back if you're not it's getting... It's not even about that. Like, Ponga back and, like, Coates hasn't been playing that well at club football, let alone, you know, at this I level. I know they're throwing him in. Felt, Felt's been going all right at this point in time, but... Really? He was terrible. Yeah, and not, all, not, all he not, wants to do is give a facial or yeah, a fucking late hit or a push in the back. Form, out of the Play two football. options they had, I disagree. I'd, I'd be keeping Coates. I, well, I can't believe Coates that you. I can't bronze. believe that you drop Coates and keep Felt. Well, but you could do that if you're watching how they're both. If you want to lose club, again, well, um, I don't think. But Brimson, it just Brimson's either got to be dropped. And Ben Hunt in, or he's got to play fullback. Well, plain and simple, one of those two is not going to fix your problems. It is just... They need more from the back, so I'd be putting home somewhere else. But that's not the point. The point is you need to strengthen your team and pick the right team. We are going to strengthen the team. Well, how do you know that? Well, you're going to get better yardage if you push Holmes to one of the wings. Yeah, but how do you know they're going to do that? That's the point. That's the point I'm making. I don't know what they're going to do. This is why we have an opinion on it. But they may not do that. Hunt, obviously, like you said, better middle defender. Actually, he's played at nine and can cover in the halves, so you get enough there. And if you get Brooms into one... pick Mahoney. And have two hookers. Well, you can't now. He's busted. He's well, out, yeah, he's out indefinitely, so they've missed that boat. Yeah. So they should that's have That's what I would have nights. done, yeah. Um, and the, uh, the, probably the un- unsung hero, again, and caught plenty on the lead-in. Like we said, plenty of injuries, but he's been there before was Tarek Sims. I thought he was really good. He was good. I, I thought Harry Grant uh, started the game well. When, when we were cycling, Harry Grant looked yeah, dangerous. he got out early. When he had a man down, he, he looked really, really dangerous. The, I thought he showed early. You know, moving forward in the series, I'm not talking about this game in particular, but just how dangerous he can be when our defence isn't quite on and a couple of their middles win tackles. Like It's understated also Welsh going off the field because he was giving Harry some of those chances to get out and play. I thought there was an opportunity early where Munster uh, ran it on last tackle and passed it to, I don't know, whoever it was on the left edge and pushed through. And whoever it was kicked it, they could have passed back to Munster and they would have scored. So there were some shots there early where I think Queensland had a little bit of confidence and they were playing some footy. So, um, yeah, I think there are some little positives that Paul Green can take moving forward. But firstly, he's getting his team right. Mm. Um, and now he's got to build them back up. you got to be sitting in that shed. There's two games together. There's no, no point jumping in the sheds now and bagging the fuck out of them and hammering them. You need to build them back up now. Mm. Um, 
it's yeah, it's it's gonna be hard. <laughs> Getting your ass is handed to you by fifty at home. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. I'd rather be in the New South Wales dressing room, but if I'm New South Wales, I'm also very apprehensive because I know that I'm going to Suncorp and this could easily flip and it'll be 1-1 coming to Sydney. But for us New South Welshmen, it's nice to know that we're either coming to Sydney to see a decider or we're coming to Sydney to um, see us try and go three zip, which yeah. would be good. You know, we're going we're gonna to come and we're going to enjoy that game. Because uh, if we'd have lost this game, we'd be going, Jesus, we're going to Suncorp to try and save the series. Yeah, big trouble. Yeah. <clears throat> I think this has set the series up perfectly. I'm not sure the scoreline set the series up perfectly, but Queensland just got to do a good job of flushing it. Well, and I... New South Wales... I heard Gus said this last year. It was really... You know, you learn far more losing in origin. And the winner, more often than not, doesn't learn. So it's, it's going to be really, really important for Freddie to sort of pick a, a few little things up and try and really get New South Wales to buy into improving and, and having them think that they have to improve. Well, I think the Because there'll be a lot of blokes there thinking, well, we'll fucking just smash this side for the next two games. I think, and we've sat in dressing rooms like that. The way they carry themselves after the game says to me they, I agree they want to win. The, I thought the, the best play for New South Wales they did not was them trying to um, rush into that left-hand corner to save that yeah, try. 70, that said as well, much about where New South Wales are at. Had that here. I barely wrote anything down for the second half, but 76th yeah. minute... The troll comes across, makes the save, offload comes back in, yacht and oh, there yeah. again, double save on a play when it's 50 to 6, and instead of just going, oh, well, we're absolutely smoking them. Yeah, but winning, sure. winning game two starts now. It's no point just sort of thinking, well, we'll roll to Suncorp and. Well, New South Wales, it'll all happen for us injury again. or suspension, you're not changing the side. Plain and simple. No, we don't change winning sides. No, so I would look at that. the white position, but that's me. Because I, 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 I don't buy into that bullshit that you don't change winning teams. Um, I know it's a it's a line, but if you can improve your team, you should. And that, I agree with you in that I wouldn't change anyone else. But it's not so much changing the person in Whiten. It's are we getting the most out of that position? And I, I don't think we are. Well, I think he probably showed tonight with the minutes he can get out of his middles, and they're the only guys he really tried to rotate. And he got Martin in more off the free interchange. Yeah, he may just view White as insurance. Yeah, and go, I think well, that's I'm going to pick someone and who's got the most positional value. And I, okay, if if that's if that's what it is, and I yeah. don't know whether it is or it isn't, but I, I I just I do think that if if that six all or twelve all with you know ten to go. Are you going to throw Whiten out there, and what position is he going to play? Whereas, you know, I think we could get more from from someone else potentially, uh, like a Coruscant. Um But that's just my opinion, because I, I don't think Cook's playing fantastic footy. But we'll see moving forward. That that's my opinion. Mm. Well, I honestly don't think we had any bad players, but again, perfect way to start off with our halves. Uh, but if we five. get an injury to a fullback or a centre or whatever, and then you throw Whiten in there, and we're looking for a player in that position anyway, so we'll just see what happens. We well, said next it last year. He was the Dalian five out of the year. He was in great form. They should have picked him then. And then you've seen the opposite side this time. After two years of picking yeah. the right side, last year they went a bit off the track. Yeah, picked lots of guys out of positions, rolled the dice, and well, you know, bit... long term listeners of the show would know that. Oh fuck, I was banging on last year yeah. to claim at five eight. This year they've done the right thing that we I kept talking about. Instead of picking Cody or Jack, we picked you. the club combo. Yeah. we went with what's working. Who's but Jerome's playing better than Jack. Exactly. So he deserves so his spot. Hundred percent. Again, when they were talking about him being on the bench, you wouldn't pick him on the bench because unlike Jack, if you're going to make that argument, 
he doesn't offer that in other positions. Well, he does. He can play fullback. Yeah, but you're not going to roll him on. Off that's the that's the same point. argument. He's two positions. Jack's two positions as well. Mate, Jack's more than two positions. <laughs> anyway. And Jack's a big body. But the point is, he's either in or he's not. And he's in. And it's the right thing. They played well. The two well, back, see, I don't think it's the right thing. The two but anyway, back. move on. We're talking about Jerome. Jer- right to pick thing. Jerome, yeah. I, yes, but I don't think I'm to saying. pick White at 14 was the right thing. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Jerome. That was the right thing. They picked the right players. So he should have picked Jack at six the, last year. The two back rowers, like we said, regardless of all the injuries, did their job. Murray, defensively especially, did his role. Uh, on the other side, Tarek, as to be expected, probably brought something we lack in New South Wales, which is just a bit of anger. Someone who's willing to go after blokes. He yeah. cleaned up DC a few times. He got stuck in him. He hit Gagai. Got stuck in a Felice. He, he was aggressive. We, we lack a guy like that who's looking for confrontation. Yeah, everyone's um, got an angry uncle, and it's Tarek Sim. He is one of those rare few we do have yeah. that has that bit of bite under his belt. Yo, like we said, did his job. Bench did their job. You're talking about trying to roll out, and again, it probably be controversial for most people, but I said it to start with. To me, the fact that Jake wasn't able to be picked at 13, but we picked him as a prop, when he, to me, if you're a prop, you're there to generate ruck speed and use your leg speed and get quick play of the balls. If you're only going to give him that 20 minutes or so he got in the token last seven or so, I would have rather picked someone who had leg speed or an extra prop in a Campbell Gillard or a Dale Finucane. Finucane hasn't played enough football, so I completely understand I that. I picking Finucane. Oh, no, that's what I just mentioned. He's been injured. He hasn't played that much. We've got other guys that are out. Brown and ahead of Finucane. Nah. He hasn't been playing that well this year either. And I think... Well, I disagree. Campbell Graham... Uh, Campbell Gallagher body. has been doing a good job. As good a job as fucking Paulo at club football. If you are going to pick someone just purely to start things off before you rolled on Haas and Paulo, I would have went with another prop. I'd have started Paulo. He, you didn't pick him for the ball playing purpose. We knew that or hoped that when they had Yo there. Um, and the fact that he only gave him the token time at the end there. <clears> I still wouldn't change it because they've won the board on their job. But I looked at that and just thought, well, yeah. I would have rather the more mobile, impactful yeah, carry. I've said that for three years as well. So, but <clears throat> I, I don't like. I thought he did a better job tonight, Jake, of running, not passing. Yeah. You're there to run. You're there if you if you're going to play middle forward. We don't need you to pass. No, We've got passes all over the all over the joint. Yo, yeah, yep. Yeah, but plus your two halves. Yeah. Plus your nine. Plus link. Tedesco. If if you've got him in there trying to pass, you have got too many chiefs. And if he's in the side, he's in there to run and tackle. That's it. Yep. And, you know, occasionally if, if, if you need to play or something's on play, that's fine. Yep. But your, your predominant job in that position is to fucking run, generate yep. ruck speed and tackle. Cook got lost a couple of times at dummy half, just in between where he needed to be with the halves, the play five pass and a few other things where he got stuck and threw the ball back or got a bit lost. But in general, I brought up his service needed to be good. I'll give him a wrap. It was good. Yeah. Those three wides and the width the Panther boys wanted to play with. <laughs> Those passes run the money when they wanted to go, which was good. Um, Tom and the trail, like we said, very happy for the trail after what happened a couple of years ago that he came That's in. That's the played. same thing for Cook. He's like, well, just if you're not running, if there's no market down or a quick play of the Halves. ball, get your fucking passes right. Yeah, and he did. Apart from the one where he hit Saifidi, which was, I don't know what he was thinking, yeah. and then he gave Saifidi the hoofarded face. Like, mate, you fucking just passed the ball to me. You slammed him, but yeah, <laughs> like, got I, the halves. I, I actually thought we got a couple of lucky calls early. I thought I'll oh, knock one on. I'd have to look at the replay um, in the in goal where it went forward and New South Wales picked it up. And there was another one where I thought we got the rub of the green early as well. But Well, him also, he did his job under the high ball. He was attacked three or four times. Yeah. Coates only got the last one, but they scrambled for it. But all the other ones, he was up there. Yeah. Contested. That's, that's one to take forward for Queensland. That kick just needs to be on the try line. Mm. If that kick's on the try line, Coates essentially catches and falls down and it's a try. Mm. So I think expect to see a little bit of that. 
I don't know where they go. Depending to. who they pick on the other wing in New South Wales, like I'd, I'd move Coates over to Addo Car and try and jump on Addo Car if you're going to jump on I just, anyone. I don't know where they go with their back line, though, because even in the <clears> centres, <throat> like Gagai's been a gun, but he's better on the wing, but they don't have options in the centres right now. That's why Kate Will's there. Kate Will mm. did a good job on Gutson last year, but physically and speed wise, he's probably not too different to Gutson. Gutson's not the biggest or the fastest, but. Tonight, he was on a much bigger, much faster man in turbo, which made up for his deficiency decision-wise, which he had got caught at only once on the other side of the field. Gagai was marking up on a man who's probably carrying an extra 10, 15 kilos, stronger, faster than he is. Mm. So I don't know where they get better in that sense. And then the wing options, like we talked about, other options... That, Who are their centre options? Well, out of actually all eligible players, I've got the list up in front of me right here, there's not really anyone you'd look at or anyone that's playing well. The only Roll guy... Roll through a few. Roll through a few. Well... Gagai's already in. Heimel Hunt hasn't been playing. He's been injured. Opachak's steady at the Eels, but it wouldn't say he's origin yeah. player. Shibasaki's not playing. Sevo's not playing. Uh, Spry's not playing. Tawala's only been in and out. Seb Chris has been in and out of Canberra. Mm. And then their wing options, Branko and Edric, both haven't been playing. Corey Oates isn't in first grade. Philip Semi's been hot and cold. Mm-hmm. Coates is already in. He's been average. Muli Talo's just back from injury. Hamaso, he's, you know, same deal, in and out. Jonas Pearson's not playing. Tualungi's been good at the Cowboys, but again, after a handful of games, you're not throwing him in to play for Queensland. And those options otherwise, like fullbacks or I think, yeah. outside back options, Pong is injured, and Bio, no way. Thompson's injured. Tessie knew you wouldn't put in there. Corey Allen's not playing first grade. And Reese Walsh is a baby and he's not a centre or winger. Yeah. They really I was just thinking don't Reece have Walsh, options. If you're going to play Walsh, you have to play him at fullback. And the forward options are the same deal. Like Papali, <clears throat> form-wise, has been horrendous, but you'd swap him in a heartbeat for offering Gowie for what you know he's done for the next game. Yeah. But other than that, as far as changes, Welch will be back. The starting pack yeah. will be the same. I think Hunt comes in as your 14. Hunt would be your 14. If you don't make Holmes go to one of those wings to fit a Brimson in, un- unless you get Ponga back, I don't know what else they do there. But the bench otherwise, a lot. Mo did his job. Tino was busy. Um, you know, Felice had some impact on the game as far as isolated drone a few times and bumped him. But for, for Queensland, like besides a couple of changes, what else do you say? They lost in every facet of the game. Like there's there's yeah. no real review here except if you don't get going and set starts and you can't mm. get momentum from your forwards, you're kicking off the back foot. You're on the back foot the whole night. Yeah, you just got in rolled. every aspect right of the over. game. They were blown so apart. You can't avoid the middle of the field. Jack Gibson used to say, mm. "Tonight is the greatest example of that you've ever seen in your life." And when you do win the middle of the field it makes playing some nice footy a lot easier. And the other thing as well, you can't stop our back five if, again, you can't roll or get down the other end of the field. Most of the kicks were being mm-hmm. taken well positive mm-hmm. We've got outside a downhill. of our 20 or 30, and we're getting back and starting 30 or the 40. We've got a downhill back five. Yeah. They like running downhill. And they like playing on the back of a, they weren't a able. forward pack. But they, they Queensland have to work out a way to stop us on play one, two, and slow us down. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to get the doors blown off. Because we were putting attacking kicks in constantly and mm-hmm. killing the set starts play one two. They yeah, were yeah. and then you even look at that. We've got Cleary's the best kicker of the ball in the series. Mm. Okay, we've got the best fullback. I don't think we've got the best nine. I think Queensland have got the best nine, but we've definitely got uh, the best controlling seven and the best one, and we've best definitely got the best middles and the best bench. But even the centre matchup though, there's no real genuine centres, but we got no, the two no, better we, players yeah, there. But, but with I think that, we got the I think forward pack, we got the better bench. Yeah, but but for Queensland, we go forget about what New South Wales have got out wide. We've got to stop them in the middle before yeah. we even worry about any of that stuff. That's going to uh, negate them if we can really exactly. plug the middle and up. Like so said, that's got to be the goal. To be able to isolate a back five in particular, you need to be able to put attacking kicks. In. And then on the flip, they've got to work out a way 
to generate some deception, to generate some ruck speed, to get Harry out. Because Grant is their most dangerous yeah, player. First five, ten and they've minutes, got to get, they've got to generate a way to get Munster running the ball. They're the, they're the yeah, two. And I said that in the preview. The they did bugger all. Well, you know, the other thing They looked well, dangerous when they did run, but their opportunities were limited. I know the rules, you don't get a scrum anymore, but I'd consider more trying to find touch as well if you're on the back foot just to get a set play the ball. I know it sounds funny, but... When you're doing rescue, Queensland. when you're doing rescue kicks off the back foot and starting us in good yeah. territory all the yeah, time, I'd still rather a set yeah. play the ball than letting us come at you. That's fair comment. Every single time, Teddy ducked and weaved. Toto busted the first tackle. We got again. Well, we're catching on the full territory the possession, but also, like you said, we, we were starting well with those play one two. So theirs needs to start from the back into the front end, all over the park. They got isolated in all areas, and yeah. then an attack. I, I thought DC kicked well. At times, yeah, but not consistently enough. Munster should be the first option. He was early in the game. Yeah. It, what, it can't there are a few case. nice kicks that Cherry Evans had, but yeah, not enough. He, he's got to, He's got to be the cleary. He's got to get them around the park yeah. and let Munster be the luai and let him roam and just run well, and play again, short. Overall, I don't see a lot of change bar probably those one or two, and they'll consider the fullback role, whether they put AJ there. If Pong is not healthy, they reckon Pong was set back. We know Marnie's not an option anymore, but I think Hunt, naturally, on with you, goes to the bench. I think Papali, similar deal, would come to the bench and offhand Gowie would be out. And if they make a rotation at the back there, to be better out of yardage, you'd assume, if it's not Ponga or Brimson at the back, Holmes takes one of those wing spots and one of those guys is probably out of the side. Um, and yeah, for the capital spot, like I said, I don't know what else you do. They don't really have an option. No, you gotta you got to keep capital. And if, if you push someone in, you need another winger. And out of the options I just gave... What have they got in the back row? Back row, like, mm. what? Sewer's it's but, not playing. Sewer, who was in. Kate Law's playing in the centres for yeah. feeder. For more, Mitch Dunn, Shane Wright, Ben Condon, Keegan Hipgrave, Cohen Hess. Like, it's it's very light. I'd probably look at playing Hess and moving for feeder into the centres. And then as far as, like I said, middle options, you, you're already missing. Try and strengthen Collins' his ACL really hurt their rotation. He was great last year. Other guys that you would have been... Hoping would have come on further by now, like a Carrigan. Was Hess, Hess was in the squad, hey? Yeah, Carrigan ACL, so he's not available as a middle option. You got guys in poor form, like a Horsberg, who's barely played. You know what? There's a left forward option for one of the middles. Mm. He's been solid, but you know, compared to what they've brought in the past, Frank Muller, I don't think is a terrible option. But I would have had him over off Angiali. That's my own opinion. Mm. Uh, there's not a whole lot there. Though. Like Napa's playing terrible. Kerr was in last year, but he's not playing that great. Uh, what do they got here on this list? Bullimore, Corey Jensen, Flegler, Dunamis Louis barely playing, Thomas McKayley, Dylan Napa, Jarrett Wallace. Like, the options aren't great. So no. I think minimal changes. Papali will be in, if not suspended. Hunt, probably a better option, like we said, for that utility role. And then, depending on one of those two fullbacks, Holmes to one of those wings to better your yardage. Yeah. Um, New South Wales, by injury or suspension, I, you just you can't change that team. But, yeah, for Queensland, all around. Need a big improvement. Didn't see live who they gave me in a match, but I'd assume that Tom would have went very oh, it's Tom. bloody close. Tom he was outstanding. Straight, isn't it? Latrell was great. Nathan, again, some of the smaller stuff, but back end of the game. Tarek, Ty, like New South Wales all around. Raps to everyone. Pack bench, everyone was good. So, there you go. Pretty in-depth. Yeah. Good times. Good so, win. 
That's Origin. Good win for the team. Review wrapped up. I think Laurie would have been happy with that game. Laurie Daly, the team who scores the most points, will win this game. <laughs> That's proved Laurie. true tonight, Laurie. That, that was on Fox back in the day. That's the best. Can yeah. we get a prediction? The team who scores the most points will win this game. Yeah. It's like, wow, you're a rocket scientist, well Laurie. While we're here, we said it uh, the other night, round 14 preview or round 14 tips preview, etc. Brought to you by bluebet.com.au. If you're going to bet with somebody, bet with the true blue bookie, bluebet.com.au. Downloaded the app today. That promo, Holmes or Addo Car, I was on it, but neither got a meat pie. Yes, yeah, Very good value at $3 any time, but unfortunately, Fox, the only guy in the back line not to score on yeah, that bloodbath. Foxy. Tommy got a hat trick. The first mm. one he had a chance, but took it himself. Bastard. But rightfully so. Took the space. So hopefully next time we'll get one for Bluebet. For the two. Um, but round 14. Got our odds here, and let's have a look at these lineups and see what we can go. Kicks off Friday night. There's no Thursday here because of Origin. There's also a Monday night game uh, with the long weekend coming up. How good, long weekend. Manly up against the Cowboys at Brookvale, now known as Four Pines Park. They've changed it again to Four Pines, the beer. So Who has? Manly. Brookie. A couple of years ago, it was named after <sighs> one betting company, and now it's Four, four Pines. They were trying to sell a heap of Four Pines in Mudgee. When we were up points. in Mudgee, That's before they, the Mudgee Massacre. Hmm. Um, what, were we, what were we called tonight? The towel up in Townsville? I don't know. Lucky, Townsville Towel. Lucky you didn't t- towel it in the preview. You took Queensland, so you just I keep going opposite. I, yeah, I'll be tipping well. Queensland again. I'll just go home team in That's Origin. That's great. Just keep going the opposite. I will. Well, for the Seagulls, they've named Cherry Evans, Tom Draboyevic, and obviously Jake to back up. I think Jake will definitely back up with the minutes he got to play. The other two, not so sure. Uh, 48 hour turnaround. Cade Cust, George Tafura on standby. Kieran Foran, Dylan Walker are set to make returns of injury as well. Ben Travojevic is expected to play after passing his concussion test and the bye. And Jason Saab, they've got here 11 trials in his past eight games. For the Cowboys, Valentine Holmes, Kyle Felt, Cohen Hess have been named to back up, but obviously, again, they won't make a call until tomorrow morning. Hess, 18th man, he will be back in. Justin O'Neill named among the reserves as well as he makes his way back from an injury. The Cowboys have won... Their past three games at Lotto Land. So if you look at this, surely they can't play Tom. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, Tom had a huge night. I reckon they will. He's off. Oh, I reckon they're mad if they play Tom. Tom well, they, they pay his bills, mate. Tom's hamstrings are made like guitar strings. They're tight. They're just waiting to snap. Yeah, you're not getting any argument out of him. He's just played a huge game where he tried to get lactic burn yeah, out in the huge. first 10 minutes. I can't imagine they're going to be drinking wheat, wheatgrass tonight. There's mm. got to be some turpentines going on. Get on the turps. Get on the turpies. So, if he's missing, Jake backs up. DC probably backs up. Yeah, look, I'm just going... Who are your I, options I, here? I've got no like, idea. I'm just going manly. It's up Brookie, and I'm expecting all those guys to back up. Play on. Yeah, well, they've also got Dearden in for his first game at the half, so I think that kind of disturbs a bit of the flow that they've had going with their spine. So 
Not much confidence. Let's not overanalyze here. We've got no idea who's going to be playing. And you're not going to... Everyone who's tipping this weekend, good luck. Yeah. Because you're not going to know until an hour before the game. Just hopefully you're in a tipping comp where you can change your tips late. It's horrendous. But with yeah. bluebet.com, we're we'll both... We'll do our George Best. Yeah. They're on Manly, both of us. And they're $1.37 with bluebet.com. Jeez, the Cowboys. You're going to this weekend. $3.10. The line is 8.5. So, there you go. I'd probably take the 8.5, hoping that Tommy's out. Mm. Sharks up against Panthers Friday night at Net Strata. And on the Sharks side of things, they're off back-to-back wins in a week off. Up to mm. five players returning from injury and suspension, so it's a good time for the Sharkies. The only change to the side which down the Titans in round 12 is for feeder is back on the bench at the expense of the debutante Franklin Pele. Marwin Harotti, T. Wilton have been named among the reserves as well and have completed their suspensions, while Braden Hamminuelli is at least another week away. For the Panthers, obviously got plenty of guys. For tonight, seven players plus Leota will be back. Cleary, Luai, Yo, Toto, Martin and Catewell all been named as reserves, while Blues' 18th man, Coruscant, starting in the side, replaces yeah. Mitch Kenny, who goes mm-hmm. to the bench. Again, I wouldn't play anyone who played 80 minutes. So for me, I wouldn't have been playing Nathan, Jerome, Yo, or Toto. I'd play Martin uh, and Kate, well, I probably wouldn't play either. I'm more worried if I'm Penrith about yeah. getting to the finals. <laughs> Set it the other way. No when, idea. When you haven't had injuries, which they haven't, or much disruption, your fringe players or your squad guys haven't played much football. You could see that last week. I want to get some football into those guys and yeah. it's less affected this time around. It's realistically this game and the one after game three which were affected. So yeah. I'm, I would take the opportunity regardless of whether this turns another loss to get football into those guys because if someone gets injured later on they need them. Yeah, yeah. This get is it. realistic. I agree with you. I think it's wet. It's slippery. Uh, it plays a little bit into Cronulla's hands. I'm just going to back. They're going to sit all the Penrith players and I'll go Sharkies. And that's what I'm doing as well. <clears throat> if those guys back up Penrith all day. But 100%. Penalty I'm sitting 100. here going, we always said every year, 12 and 12 gets you in. They already won 12 games last week. You know They are in the finals. They've held their own. They're not in a position of desperation here. They want to win. The minor premiership or top four. Top four is basically guaranteed. Minor premiership isn't the priority. They just need to be in the top four, which they're going to be. So yeah. I'd err on the side of caution with anyone that played 80 minutes. The only bloke I'd really be backing up is Martin because he played 30. That's it. So if that's the case... Similar side to last week, bar him. And Layout obviously comes back into the mix. So on the Sharkies off that wing and the odds with bluebet.com, Sharks are $2.95. So a lot shorter than what you'd expect. So they're obviously expecting a lot of guys not to back up as well. The Penrith Panthers, $1.40. Minus 7.5 is the line. Saturday, things kick off with the Titans up against the Roosters. And for the Titans, AJ Brimson, he's obviously been named to back up, I think, tonight playing, you know, maybe half a game, a bit less, so you'd think he would be able to back up. Jaden Campbell has been pushed back to the reserves list and could be called up should Brimson fail to come through the game. But again, looking at tonight, I think he'd be right. The other three reps, Fafita, Tino and Mo, have all been named and will be monitored. Do you expect any of them to miss out? Fafita come off for a little no bit with a knock. Um, Tino played huge minutes. Like We need to win. I know you need to win, but... I think they'll all play, but the Roosters win either way. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anthony Don, Mitch Rain have been listed among the reserves. They'll both. I need to see it before, before I tip the Titans. For the Roosters, Teddy's been named to back up, but again, I highly doubt that will happen. Um, I think they'll preserve him. Sawali's in waiting. If he pulls out, Isaac Liu's been included after a nasty eye injury. Sam Walker's back in the seven after being arrested, and veteran prop Jared Rea Hargraves played his 250th game. Roosters. Yep. 
And again, you know if he pulls out, they've got options there. Manu goes to the back. Sawali could come straight into play at the back or push into the wing spot there. Nothing's been said, but Angus Crichton's suspension's over as well. He's a guy that would have played one of those two roles. Um, given the way they went tonight, I still can't see how you'd change that team. I think they'd be absolutely cruel, but you're getting an origin guy back now uh, in the back row as well. And that 250th game, that's huge. Roosters one of these clubs. I doubt they'd want to let... A milestone game go to waste no, and bluebet.com right. agrees. A dollar twenty seven, three seventy five for the Titans, eleven and a half is the line. I'll tell you what, Paul Green's absolutely copying a pillaging on our page. <laughs> he's copying wow. a pillaging. Someone said he's made Kevin Walters look like Jack Gibson tonight. <laughs> oh. That's hilarious. I think that's a bit harsh. That's good. <clears throat> I don't know who else you would have picked, like we said. There was not a whole lot different you could do at the side as far as who's available. No, I disagree. Get your team right. Anyway, roll yeah. on. Souths up against Newcastle, Saturday 5.30 uh, in terms of their side. Dane Gagai and Jai Arrow have been rested and won't play while the remaining players, uh, Damian Cook and Latrell Mitchell, and that won't be made until tomorrow. Cook came off with about eight minutes to go there. He looked a little bit busted for most of the night, to be honest. And he's looked a bit uh, worn down, I thought, the last few weeks. So that'll be interesting. Latrell Mitchell, he had an absolute barnstormer as to whether they back him up to play, you know, 80 minutes of fullback is a different story there. But if he ends up resting those guys, he's already planned to rest the other ones. They've got options there. Debutants on the bench. Blake Taff, who can play as a half or a fullback. Mansour's there for outside back. Cover may go. Liam Knight. Sewer will definitely back up on the bench. So they've got options there. If Luttrell uh, doesn't come through at fullback, they could push Johnston back there. They could roll in Taff for a debut, throw him at fullback. He might opt to push Cody Walker there. Again, I'd opt against that with Taft being more, again, probably suited to that role and leave Walker there with Reynolds. Uh, Colin Matungi will be better for the run. They've got Murray named at 13 again. I think tonight was you know only second game back and he had a big effort. Wouldn't think it'd be a bad thing to potentially rest him, but see what happens. For Newcastle, their only concern is obviously Daniel Safidi as far as origin's concerned. Uh, Phoenix Crossman returns at halfback alongside Jake Clifford. Mm. Stafford Toa, uh, we'll see Kurt Mann shift to the centres with him out injured and Anari Twyla pushes to the wing. And uh, as far as injuries, only returns there. Obviously still a suspension for Clemmer, Frizzell, that surgery, which we know about. Pierce still missing and not named in the 21. And Ponga, like we said, potentially set back after uh, what happened. Going into camp and trying to push through. Don't know who's backing up, but I'll stick with South. South. On South, both of us there with bluebet.com, $1.14. 5.60 are the Knights. 17.5 is the line there. Raiders up against the Broncos. And for the Raiders, the club's going to monitor Jack Whiten, which they don't need to when you look at this now. He barely played tonight. He'll be in. Bailey Simonson replaces Caleb Aikens at fullback. Semi Valme is the new winger. Josh Papali back from suspension. Hopefully a big game there. And Joe Topine back on the bench. So a couple of big ins. They're looking for their third consecutive win over the Broncos for the first time since 94. For the Broncos, another reshuffle. It's the seventh half pairing or eighth half pairing potentially. Carmichael Hunt's going to play his first NRL game since 2009. Payne Haas and Coates have been included, but again will be monitored to see if they're ready to go. David Mean, Jordan, Ricky are on standby. In the reserves, Kobe Hetherington's also expected to play. And uh, the Broncos have lost 16 of their past 17 games away from home. So, a bit to overcome. And I think the Raiders win this one. 
they're a couple of people back in. It's time to start winning. The other Raiders move, lose here. I'm calling it. But the other move here that I do like, Scott obviously had that incident during the week. Uh, he's been stood down. Matt Tomoko gets a run in the centres. I like. So Matt what's Tomoko. going on with Croker? Well, who knows now? It was he was injured. He had shoulder, and then it was something else, and then others were suspecting he's been rested. He's not playing cup, so mm. who knows? But it's coming interesting, isn't it? Yeah, Whiten's Whiten and Williams in the the halves there. Hodgson's named to actually start at nine this week, not bench like last time with Starling, Gula, Soliola, Tapine on the bench. Elliot, Harawira, Naira, Sutton, Louis, Papali, like, bar a couple of changes in the outside backs there, but some fresh blood they probably need. Uh, interested to see how Bailey Simonson goes at fullback. But uh, Broncos as well. The other interesting change here, Herbie Farnworth named at fullback. So, they've had enough of uh, Azarko, obviously. He's not in the 21 at all. And, uh, young TC Rabada, he was good his first couple of games there. Getting another run on the bench. So, interested to see that. And seventh halves pairing. Come off that. In with yeah. Albert Kelly. You wouldn't have expected that at the start of the year if you said they were going to be the Brisbane Halves by mid season. Uh, I like it though. Might bring some stability. Kelly obviously was pretty steady and Selwyn Cobo gets a second game as well after a debut last week. So interested to see how that works out. But we're both on the Raiders and with Blue Bet. They are the favourites, a dollar thirty five. The Kim Raiders. The Kim Raiders team. Michael Ennis. Don't know what's going on. It's not sticky. They're not against him. They haven't lost fresh brew. Queensland played what club like, brand of football? Like a club team tonight. That's what he said just before we came on. Uh, the Broncos are $3.20, and the line in that game is 8.5. Storm Warriors. This one will be interesting. Sunday at Central Coast, and they've got a rock band, Dragon, coming out. They're making a full gig of it while they're over in the Warriors. It's all going on. Excellent. Getting right into it. Adam Fanua Blake returns, which is a big in for them. He's in the reserves, but you'd think... Uh, if they've rolled him in there, they're going to try and push for him to come back. Rouge oh, he's got the yawns. Oh, it's late night. It's 11.08. Late night and a couple of skills. Oh, he's got the yawns. Feel the pinch. Roger Tilvasa-Shack goes to fullback and Reese Walsh obviously suspended after that UFC elbow he threw a couple of weeks ago. Cody Nickarima suffered a head knock against the Cowboys before the buyer, but he has been cleared. The Warriors have lost, uh, sorry, won four of their past six at the stadium. Nelson Asafa-Solomona will miss a game after he was found guilty. Better luck for Rima Smith, who had his high tackle charge downgraded, and he is free to play. Downgraded. Munster, Kafusi, Addo Carr have been selecting the start. So will Harry Grant and Christian Welsh slot in. You'd think Welsh, he failed the HIE, he won't play this weekend. Harry Grant, I don't think they'd risk that after the minutes he played. Uh, I, I think Melbourne will just go <laughs> play, clean sweep on the rest, to be honest. But maybe not, because Kenny Bromwich... He's initially expected to miss two weeks. He's been named. I just tip Melbourne anyway. So, <laughs> mm. you going to tip the Warriors? No thanks. I'm trying to have a look here. So, what's he got? He's named everybody. You're trying to outsmart yourself. I don't think they will play. Oof, that's rough. If he pulls out, come on, mate. You put more thought into this than you did your Origin review. No, I didn't. Storm. You're going to pick the Storm. Yeah. Oh well. I'll go the Storm. Storm. But it wouldn't surprise me if the Warriors won. Yeah. It, would, they, it if, would me because they're bad at football. Wow. That's a bit harsh. Well, they're not the, the Warriors, Melbourne Storm, are they? They're not the Melbourne Storm. But no. if the Melbourne Storm is six or seven players, Melbourne's not Melbourne. Yeah, well, we don't know that. We've already 
But said that. The Warriors with Blue Bet, massive outsiders, four dollars eighty, a dollar eighteen yeah, well, for the Storm, fourteen and a half. Blue Bet agree with me. Is the Blue Bet agree with me, yeah, mate. mate. That's they think because that they're fucking. They're not a good nah. side, the Warriors. It's because and they can't beat Melbourne. They've mate. named all the Origin players. If you reframe the market, every time Melbourne play the Warriors, they treat them like a little brother. They bash them the fuck up, <laughs> and they make them put them back in their place, mate. Well. Sort of like Kenty does to me on a Monday night on 360, mate. The answer is a pineapple. Sunday, Eels. They'll up be coming off the back fence. Oof. The storm. Eels up against the Tigers. Not a bad game, that one, hopefully. I'll tell you, I'll tell you Hoops' new word. What? Palaver. That's a bunch of palaver. It's a bunch of There's palaver. a lot of palaver coming out. Yeah, well, that's just palaver. Well, don't know what palaver is, but. I'm going to Google it. I reckon it's probably some sort of exotic cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That was very weird. Uh, Uh, Brad Arthur will wait to see how many minutes Junior Paulo plays before making a call. Again, I think he's a good chance, but regardless, uh, if he doesn't want to, he's the only player, so it's not a bad situation. The downside here is the hooking role. So Will Smith, uh, he will be most likely there for a late change as a backup for Joey Lussick, who only played... 22 minutes of first grade. Lussick has been named to start. And then you've obviously, like we said, look at the bench at the moment. They've got Nia Corey, Lane, Kafusi, Cartwright. Someone's definitely going to have to play. Oh. oh, got me again. Someone's definitely going to have to play some minutes there, you think, instead of Lussick just playing the full 80. Um, he's got another option on the bench there. Nathaniel Roach, the hooker, after some injuries, who's come over from the Warriors. But other than that, from the Parramatta side, same Team as last week, Hayes Dunster obviously keeps his place on the wing with Blake Ferguson still in reserve grade. For the Tigers, Mbai is expected to play despite a knee injury issue last <laughs> week. Off hand, Gowie, he should back up with the minutes he played and like the Eels. Also the way he played. Maguire. He's got <laughs> four on the run. bench there. He's got McKayley. Uh, he's actually looking at a couple of weeks out with the medial. Tommy Talia. Off hand, Gowie had a run at Wyong on a Wednesday and now he's going to go into a group race at Ramwick on Saturday, they're putting him on the short turnaround because mm. he was terrible, right? Yeah. Uh, Palava Urban Dictionary says it's a term that's used to express what a load of hassle a task or experience is or was. Usually used when quite pissed off or on the verge of giving up. The Cambridge Dictionary says it's a talking or discussion that goes on for too long and is not important. Wow. <laughs> That's oh, palaver. He knows a bit about palaver. Absolute palaver. Mate, everything that comes out of Hoops' mouth is fucking palaver. palaver. Yeah. Well, Eels, Tigers, who are you on? You on the Eels? Yeah. Paulo's the only one. Mm, he yeah, will I likely back up. Uh, Tigers Brown. with their fraud win last week. Brown back in was very, very good. They would have had a big week of celebrating and they're about to come crashing down to earth. Yeah, got a few people going saying the street was not alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, but, I, I, still, I firmly believe it. Yeah. You think Penrith are going to sit there and go... Oh, we're so devastated we lost. They didn't have their fucking team. So, okay, people can say they've got one loss in their column. Yep, that's on the NRL and that's on how fucked this competition is during Origin. Hmm. You shouldn't have to play without your best players. And Simple as that. For record, What again, happens in the Premier League? For record, they have again, international window. They have windows when guys are out. We know the streak's actually over. That's not rocket science. Yeah, but if you think the, the, the Penrith players are up there thinking they don't care, we no. got beat. They didn't. They no. you beat our best side. Our, our point was the yeah. mentality of the Panthers yeah, exactly. is that the streak isn't over anyway. in the sense of oh we're devastating, we're crushed, the season's over. If anything, we said it this last week as well. It's gone. It's a good thing. 
there's no more who's going to go undefeated or this. Like, that's all dead now. But in terms of we ended the streak, we're carrying like we won the comp, which they did. Yeah, we're not like, Tigers. You beat a New South Wales Cup side, so just, just calm down. Try and make that was eight. more the point of the argument. But, yeah. Uh, in this one with Blue Bet, they're $3.85 outsiders. The Paramount Eels are $1.25. They should be 13 to 1. The line there is minus 11.5. And, and the last game of the round is on Queen's Birthday Monday, the public holiday. How good. Long weekend. The Bulldogs. Mate, we played before it. 140 Mounties against the Dragons. Yep. Bring well, it on. Doggies up against the Dragons, 4 p.m. on Monday there at Stadium Australia. Uh, and looking at the lineups here for the Bulldogs, Jeremy Marshall King has been named to make his return, but Lachlan Lewis and Corey Allen are still a couple of weeks away. Brad Dietz and no, fellow no, Dummy Lachie, Half. Lachie Lewis got named in New Cup. Yeah, well, mate, I'm just going off what the NRL website's telling me. Well, right? the NRL website's wrong, mate. He's not in the lineup. Because so, he's in the New South Wales Cup lineup. I just told that. you that. But I, I don't care. I'm just reading whatever. You don't care. Don't. Yeah, you don't care about the little fellas at New South Wales Cup, do you? I'm not looking at the New South Wales Cup list right now, am I? I'm yeah. looking at the 21, which he is not. Well, that named. list is palaver. Mate, he's not known for the 21. So Lachlan Lewis is not my concern because he can't play because he has not been named. So before I was interrupted, Jackson to Pine drops out of the 21 squad as well. Um, Dallant. Latin Zalesniak expected to play despite a foot injury, and Bulldog centre Nick Kotrick has uh, scored a couple of, against the Dragons in his last few. On the other side for the Dragons, he's included Tarek Sims. Mm, that's interesting. You think he'll back up? He gets yeah, the longest turnaround. It's a five day turnaround. Sims' availability could see a reshuffle of Jack Bird named to start the <clears> back row again. Uh, Palasso Famasuli suffered a head not last week, and he will need to pass concussion protocols. Other than that, They've won four of their last five against the Bulldogs. So, I'm tipping, tipping the dogs. At the moment, he's got Bird named in the back row. And like we said, out in the reserves is Sims. You'd expect Sims to come back in. Bird to go into either Beal or Willie spot in the centres. Uh, and that would push somebody out of the bench. Jack DeBellin gets his second run at first grade and on the Bulldogs side of things. You're going with the dogs, eh? I'm tipping the dogs, yeah. Who they got in? Still got Shook. In the centres there. Be, I like Marshall King at nine. Wakeham, Avarillo, Marshall King straight back into starting. Dory in the back row with Jackson. Who knows what's going on with Cole Flanagan because he hasn't been named in He's cup. in the 19 jersey here. Okay. Well, I want the I reckon Dragons. I want the Dragons. In. Good on you. Tip the Dragons. You tip the Dogs, mate. They're a great team, the Dragons. You're tipping the Dogs, eh? Yep. Legit. Right. There you go. With Blue Bet, the odds on that one four dollars forty outside of the Bulldogs. So oh, certainty. If you get like on. that, get on board. <laughs> the Dragons a dollar nineteen, and the line is thirteen and a half. So there you go. Fuck knows what happens in terms of who backs up and who doesn't. Oh, <laughs> and that just about sums up the show. In terms of uh, betting this week, you're taking a stab in the dark for a few games. Me? No. Oh, yeah, just, just go, with your, go with the value, punters. There's only a couple of games there where you look and go, all right, well, that's a possibility. Like, the Chookies, I don't mind, because I don't, I don't think your mob will all back up, and even if they do, I'm not confident they're going to put in the best of performances. But, again, a $1.27, it's hard to find value. But Who are you talking about, the Titans? Yeah. Hey, we almost rolled your mob last week, mate. Yeah, good on you. Come on. Good on you, mate. Show them a little bit of respect, mate. Raiders at a dollar thirty-five again. We Could, can't execute two on ones, though. Couldn't back them with most people's money, but I think with the players they've got back in this week and the way Brisbane's going, uh, yeah, it, it's 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 not really huge in terms of uh, odds here, unless you like nail Warriors at the start of the week and think Melbourne's going to pull out all their players and have six guys missing, something like that. 
Mm. It's pretty hard. But who knows? Do we know the official man of the match yet? We'll have a look. Did anyone out there win I'm any cash? I'm having a look, Matt. In terms of what we backed, we are both well off. I tipped New South Wales, but by six. They won by 44, so, you know, all's well. And this thought Queensland played at a club level tonight. First try scorers, Munster, Fox, were both wrong. Man of the match, Munster, Tedesco. Both Queensland forked out eight million. Well done, Anastasia. Well, that's a bit of karma. Fucking She locked everyone out. She carried on, cried poor, said we need money, then forked out eight million for an origin just to get towed up, so... And then did you see the thing during the week about the COVID jab? She didn't want it in the first place. She's a moron. And then she got offered to go over to the Olympics in Japan and she jumped the queue and grabbed the Pfizer one she and then goes, said, oh, the reason one I, I didn't get it because of this and whatever else and something like she Fucking hypocrite. <laughs> but good times. Mm, fractured cheekbone for Nathan Cleary. Really? Yeah. Well, that's big. Yeah, not confirmed. Who's throwing that out there? The NRL physio. He does some good work, but well, how has he come up with that one? He's, no, he's just said potential. Surely he wouldn't have gone back mm-hmm. on if he fractured his cheekbone. Well, that's tough. It is, it is hashtag. But it's an effort like seeing Birch in the final. hashtag origin. I get that. But he walked around bleeding for 20 minutes before he got blood bid, not showing any concern. Surely if it was a fractured cheekbone, his eye would have swelled up. His eye didn't really close. He just had a ripper of a cut. Yeah. Tom, Tom Turbo won man of the match. Yeah. Well, there you go. Three tries, one try assist, 19 runs, 18 tackles, one line break, 204 metres. He was outstanding. Like we said, they utilised him well. That few times he floated or linked up, pushed around the field, he obviously pushed up in the ball and support. Um, but again, they all didn't try to be chiefs. They played off those two halves and what they did there, and they got the football to those weapons on the edges, and they dominated. And the centres they marked up against, like we said, are not going to compete. Mm. Tom's bigger, stronger, faster than Catewell, who's also playing out of position, so that makes up for any defensive decisions or issues that even Tommy may have and he only had one but it didn't matter in the end and then Latrell who's actually played there before white times like we said has been hit and miss just completely bully Gagai and he got around Coates at one stage yeah had no idea how but yeah it's uh, a good situation to be in heading in like we said the best thing was the response at the end of the game they look like job's not done and that's what it needs to be they're all saying one more and they're right so, finish the job I'd, as much as I'd love to say deciders are always more fun to attend in New South Wales, I wouldn't mind if it was a game three. The only thing I hope, if it is a game three, is that they're not in party mode before that and we get the shitty last game at the stadium where they turn up and it's a blood ruin effort. Mm. But now, a couple of weeks until game two, Suncorp, different environment again. We're sure they'll fire up possibly those few changes, hopefully no injury and suspensions in between now and then and they get the job done. Correct. Nothing else? I've got nothing else to report, mate. There you go. I had a shit nine on the punt. Well, I only had that one bet, which was everyone offered Fox. I had a five-legger. I had a horse today. I had um, three-leg NBA rolling into Queensland, plus 12 and a half. Just keep it within 12 points. Ooh. They got their asses fucking handed to them, mate. Everything. That's what I get for betting on fucking Queensland. Bookies know everything. They had Fox rolled into every promo plus the New South Wales win, $4, $4.50 or whatever. I know, mate. And he's the only bloke who didn't score a try. And Turbo couldn't even under six in one. Just go and hand him one for the punters. <laughs> Come on, Fox. <laughs> Just oh. go and walk over and hand him the ball, mate. I need and some cash. Put it down. But uh, big thanks to bluebet.com. As we said, again, that great promo and plenty of other good promos on their website. Good odds. Get on board. They support us. They support our charity, bluebet.com.au. Download the app today. Also, the Penrose Solar Center. There's no power rankings or other bits and pieces, but just a shout-out 
to Jake and the crew there. As we've said a million times before, help yourself, use the sun, utilize it, help <clears> your back pocket, stash some cash with the solar center, tackle your rising power bills today, www.penrosolar.com.au or call 1800 20 There you go. Late night, few bevoirs, origin review, round 14 preview and tips. That wraps us up for another week. Boxer will be back as normal on Tuesday after the chaos that will be round 14 with all the ins and outs. Stay off the punt this weekend. That would be my recommendation. But I'll oh. probably go against that after five minutes when I sit down and go, hmm, get on the punt. Maybe I'll just bet on this, but this game more interesting. Like I do it every game of football. Yeah. And uh, more importantly, double demerits. Stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. When's double demerits start? This weekend, mate. It's a long weekend. You know how this shit works. Fucking They'll bring it in Friday morning probably to start early because everyone's on the road. Wouldn't surprise me if they bring it in tomorrow. Shit. Sometimes they do start a day early. Yeah, right. So stay safe on the roads. Enjoy your long weekend with family just and friends. Just don't be on the roads. And, That's uh, what I usually do. More importantly, as always, enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.